1: we got to get to our feature interview, and we do it thanks to Rico Filters. Ask a mechanic for Rico Filters, the professional choice. So you would have noticed there was a fair array of supports and whatnot there at uh, SMP. And I believe, is the Trans Am going to be there at some point in time, Matty? Uh, not this weekend, but the weekend after. There's that many city yeah. events that uh, obviously someone's going to get a run there too. But something that we all love and we haven't seen since Townsville has been the Boost Mobile Stadium Super Trucks. And boy oh boy, did they absolutely light up the ville. They did fantastic work at Darwin. And there was a foot remember the full calendar that was released? How awesome did that look? Remember those days? Remember those days oh. when we could actually look at a
0: full calendar Stevie <laughs> J and go, that? oh, this year's gonna be unreal. It's yeah. The calendars that we've
2: seen lately are fiction.
1: <laughs> Neck minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is very much like that. But you know, there is now there is talk that uh, well, it was promised by not promised, but Sean Seamus, CEO of V8 Supercars or Supercars, sorry um, went back in time there for a little mm. bit there but um, mm. went and said that, you know, we'd love to see them on the support, so we thought, let's go, this is what we do at the driver's seat, we go straight to the source mm. so we decided to delve into the archives and chat to our old mate Nathan Kayser who is the head honcho, the big boss when it comes to stadium super trups. so please welcome back to the driver's seat the one and only Nathan
3: Kayser Hey guys, how are you? <laughs>
1: Mate, we
0: are sensational because we are back racing. We've had enough of, like you, no doubt. I mean, you're one of the busiest guys in motorsport, let's be honest, behind the scenes. But we've been sitting on the couch looking for something to do for about the last five months. We're finally back to racing. And, of course, because we're back to racing, that starts to generate a whole bunch of questions about... What next year is going to look like, and and as Nimsy rightly said, you are the top banana when it comes to Boost Mobile Stadium Super Truck. So, right off the bat, Nathan Kayser, are you going to give us an exclusive? Do you think you will be back next year?
3: Uh, do I think we'll be back? Yeah, I, I hope we are. I certainly, um, you know, supercars are, are keen to have us, um, so we've just got to work out the finer detail of, of what that is, but. Um, certainly we both have the love for it to happen. So, um, yeah, I, I would think that if if everything can align, that, yeah, we'll see Stadium Super Trucks back in Australia in 2022 and try and run to that calendar that we all wanted to uh, happen two years ago.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, I mate, uh, well, speaking of two years ago, at least last year, um, the Stadium Super Trucks were at the Adelaide 500 and, and much like many of the support categories, me included, Um, you know before the pandemic shut down everything um, what has been the impact on you guys and and on the basically the super truck category with what's happened the last couple of years
3: oh it's it's been terrible Steve you know there's no other way to look at it I mean we uh, you know you both know and Nimsy knows I've got a fond love for uh, Adelaide 500 because of my history there and um, you know, when we rolled out there in 2020 to to get the stadium trucks back going and to run that calendar we put together, it was like there was excitement for it. And, you know, we had a full field of drivers. We had a heap of sponsors. You know, we were ready to go. And, you know, we, we walked away from Adelaide thinking how exciting we're off to Tasmania. And bang, it, uh, it shut down. So, you know, I've been very fortunate that I've had someone who, you know really well, Stevie and Paul Morris, who supports mm. me with what I do and and with stadium trucks. He was very good enough to um, let us keep everything at Norwell while everything was so bad. We're still there now, but yeah, it was it was tough.
0: And I, it, it's it's Stevie J and and Nathan Nims. It is one of the. Greatest spectacles in motorsport. If you yep. if you are listening and you haven't been to a supercars round or an event where there is a Boost Mobile Stadium Super Truck, you must get along and have a look because oh, to see one of these trucks, it's phenomenal. Twenty feet in the air, jumping hundred feet
1: in distance, it's mind blowing. And I was at the Adelaide Five Hundred in twenty twenty, and it was a beautiful day as well. The crowd was absolutely loving life. And you're right, Eddie. And the field, my God, it was brilliant. Yeah, is that when you were drunk,
0: Nimsy? Didn't you go to the Cooper's Pale Ale bar and get really sunburned? And you got was, Pale uh, Ale. That yeah. was uh, yeah, you uh, got
1: no, totally no, Pale Ale. No, Twenty nineteen was when I uh, fell asleep during the uh, Toyota <laughs> <Yeah>. Sixes. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right.
0: But it's interesting, Nath, because uh, again, a lot of people may not know who you are. You're you're one of the silent button pushers behind, in the background, doing a lot of work you've had a, a, a huge history in the Adelaide 500. We're going we're to move on to that in just a, a minute. But with the Boost Mobile thing, it's not just the stadium super trucks, is it? Because you're kind of like a, I don't know, a pseudo motorsport sponsorship manager for Boost Mobile, which includes so many names. Well, I mean, if you look up and down, you've got Brody Kostecki and Brock Feeney and Nash Morris and all those guys. Just explain to me what your role is there in guiding these kids and these drivers.
3: Yeah, so my relationship with, with Jason and Pete uh, stems back about five or six years now. And um, when I was running Adelaide, um, you know, back then Jason was involved and Pete was involved in 360 Fly. Um, so we met there. They got involved in stadium trucks at um, when we were at Homebush. Um, and I've just built a relationship with them. So Jason and I... Um, you know, we spend a lot of time on the phone to each other whenever he's got things that he needs to talk about in motorsport. He rings me, gets my ideas, gets my thoughts on it. Um, I look after a lot of their activations for them. Um, but, yeah, with sponsorship, yeah, I, I do a lot of that with Jace. that the pair of us work together on that, as we've done with the, the wild card. Like, I'm heavily involved with that because of my relationship with Erebus. But, yeah, it's... um that. I spend a lot of time on that, and, and I enjoy it, and, and I enjoy what I do with that. And Pete and Jason are very supportive of motorsport, as we all know. And um, yeah, it, it's great to be a part of that. And you know, the whole thing about working with the young guys—that that more comes from, you know, probably from really it comes from Paul. You know, Paul yeah. and I, when we started to do some stuff together back three and a half years ago, um, you know, he introduced me to Brock Feeney. Um, he said, Nate, can you know, can you help him with some sponsorship? And I'm like, Yeah, hundred percent. So, you know, I build a relationship with Brock and his parents and again that all came off the back of Paul. So I, I helped Paul I help Brock with all his commercial partners for his personal ones and and then that grew into Brody Kosteki, where you know I spend a lot of time supporting Brody from what he does day to day to what he does with sponsors. Um with that and then I also do that with Nash now you know it's yep. it's a difficult one for Nash cuz he's probably got the biggest BMX dad there is but you know <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul Paul does it better than anyone he steps back and lets Nash do his own thing so you know I work with Nash really closely with his sponsors and he he's as hard working as anyone when it comes to sponsorship he he always says to me you know Nathan, I, I never want this to be about you know, what I can be given, it's what I want to go out and get. So that's, you know, I really enjoy that with him. Um, and then, yeah, there's also all the Erebus stuff that I do with uh, with their commercial side of things. And I'm very lucky enough to work with, you know, Shannon and, and Barry Ryan, who I believe is probably one of the best blokes that I've ever come across in Pit Lane for his passion and what he does.
2: Mate, speaking, and I want to stay on the topic of Erebus because, uh, and, and get onto the topic of Brody Kostecki because you know going into SM, would you call it S M P one, Matty? Because yeah, we've already yeah, had S M P one, so it's, it's wow. Well, we've had one, so it's almost S M P two, three, four, and five. We're going to, isn't it really technicality? But, but okay, yeah, S M P one. Let's look forward. Let's just yeah, go okay. S M P one. S M P one, mate. Brody looks like he hasn't uh, missed a beat. You know, after last he weekend, good, he huh? was fast. Yeah, you know, which was great to see, and also. Um, you know, we spoke to Brock Feeney not that long ago after the announcement was made that he was replacing Jamie at Triple Eight. So you've got to have some pretty pretty good confidence in in yourself and what you're doing because a couple of your guys are well on doing the right, right track. Yeah, they're doing all right.
3: Yeah, no, you do, and you know, I'm I'm very fortunate that I get to work with you know those two. And like I say, you throw throw Nash into it, and yep. and then you throw young, you know, Kai Allen, who's you to the mix and is in 86 and being pushed down the, you know, looked after by Paul too. So yeah, no, you know, Brody Bush is a great kid. Like he's still a kid. He's, he's got an incredible amount of um, history in driving cars from America to here. And I I still think to this day, people still don't understand how much he actually did uh, Mm -hmm. and how much he's done in America with motorsport and and who he raced over there. So you know, he made a point that he walked away from Townsville and made a commitment to himself. He needed to improve himself a little bit and make sure that when the hammer dropped that it was time to get in the car and go, that he needed to do it to the best of his ability. And um, and he, he showed that on the weekend, but he didn't just show it. He showed it with his mate, Will Brown. So, well,
2: the whole team, mate. Um, you know,
3: the whole uh, team the was whole team solid. Was, yeah. Yeah, they were solid. And, and you know, as a touched on before you know people misunderstand barry you know we see him for the guy that swears on tv and does that sort of stuff but you know he's an incredible bloke he his passion is unbelievable i'm fortunate that we would talk two three four times a week on the phone about different things that we're trying to do in the commercial land and and what we're trying to do for the team and he's just so focused on making it so much better for for Brody and for Will and for that whole team, it's, you know, it's a pleasure. And, and Brock, Brock's unique, you know, Brock's, yep. he's just an incredible young guy who's got incredible parents and has been brought up so well and, and knows what he needs to do. But also, you know, I don't think anyone could ever, um, you know, not say that he's where he is because of what Paul did for him. I mean, Paul took him under his wing, he pointed him in the right direction and, and where he's got to today is, you know, testament to you know what Paul's done for him too. And I've just played a small part in it by helping him put some stickers on his helmet and, and helping out in that in that space.
0: And um, you're right in what you say about Barry too. Last time we spoke to. Barry Ryan on this show, um, he actually, he had the irrits at us because we interrupted, he was, I think he was watching maths.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he Barry was. was watching, and yeah. he's like, oh, come on, Blake's not. Now I'm watching,
0: I'm too busy watching maths. And and um, you think that's a joke. That's not a that's joke. That's dead serious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was dead, dead, dead serious. Um, Nath, I want to, I want to touch on, on Adelaide 500 because a couple of weeks ago, was it last week, Nimsey? Uh, About a fortnight ago. Fortnight ago. Um, I mentioned in our Burson off-track update that there were rumblings, rumours, innuendo, which then uh, went into... A more, a, a deeper clarification, I suppose. Actually, they were having some meetings about the Adelaide Five Hundred returning. Now you're the former commercial manager, and I know you were the CEO of the Clipsal Five Hundred back in the day. So if there's going to be anyone that knows what's going on with our beloved Adelaide Five Hundred, it was going to be you. So what can you tell us ab- about that? What's your, what's in your waters? Are you involved? What's the feeling? Is, is it something that we could see coming back to Australian motorsport?
3: Oh, look, I mean, we've all got a passion for it, and I think, um, you know, there's no doubt that there's always ongoing discussions about it. I think, uh, you know, we've all seen the opposition leader, Peter, he's very passionate about it. He's got a... a guy Peter, Aderton, Peter Aderton, you're no, talking about?
0: Peter from no,
3: no, no, Pete, as in the uh, opposition leader of South oh, Australia. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep, yep, yep. 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 So he's, he's the one that's really pushing it and, and leading the race, and... Um, you know when Adelaide 500 uh, was cancelled you know we're nearly 12 months ago to when it was talked about he was the first person to pick up the phone and get the supercars and say look you know if we get re-elected we want it to stay and we want it to be there and he's pushed that really hard Um, and I you know in fairness to uh, you know the Liberal government right now I think that you know I was fortunate that I got to work with both governments um, you know and within their rights, they both do a very, very good job in, in what they do. You know, the Labor Party, you've got someone like Leon Bignall, who, you know, we we used to joke with him that he's the minister for fun, but that's what he was about. He was about having fun and sure. making sure the Adelaide 500 was exciting and doing that stuff. And and I think from a Liberal, liberal point of view, you know, it's and it's hard for me because I, I, I can't go into too much depth with it because I, I haven't been in the, in the sanctum you know for the last 2 years other than I was looking after Superloop so I was still involved a little bit with what was going on there yeah. but I think it's it's kind of one of those ones where sometimes you might not get pointed in the right direction you might not get pointed to a to a point where you can you can think okay this this has still got legs we need to run with it and yeah. you know he unfortunately you know, I had to make a t- tough decision. Does he still think about it? Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm mm. I'm sure he still thinks, you know, that it needs to be a part of Adelaide and I'm sure he'd love a crystal ball. Could he go back and do it and, and do it again? Has he got some really good advisors around him within his team? Yeah, I'm sure he has that, that would like to see it as well. And, you know, I'd even say on the odd occasion he gets to uh, catch up with some fairly... Um, high-end people within supercars that that can tell a pretty good story to him as well. And I think, um, you know, we'd all love to to see Labor get elected and uh, come back straight away. But um, I, I don't think you can completely say it's gone. I think it will yeah. always have a rumble in the background because of the people of South Australia. You know, there's a lot of incredible people in South Australia that are motorsport-focused. You know, I think of someone that... Um, you know Maddie I'm not sure if you know him but I'm pretty sure Stevie Wood was is you know Jeff Matner I mean Jeff yeah. Matner was and <laughs> was the motorsport manager for the event for you know 25 years and was at the Grand Prix before that you know I catch I, up with I him do know Jeff Matner. back in Adelaide mm. Yeah like, well, I, I do so know Jeff Matner
0: like uh, Jeff Matner I reckon has a yeah. in Jeff Matner's office and you're right in what you say he was he was a sensational he's been sensational in what he does but if you go into his office yeah. somewhere, you'll probably find a photo of me on the wall with a couple of darts in it.
3: <laughs> so he and
0: I don't—we haven't, <laughs> haven't had a great relationship uh, since V eight Ute days, does Mister <laughs> Matner and I? But oh, so, really? it, so in, in yeah. saying, yeah, in saying that, the the rumours that I hear, the innuendo that I'm hearing is this: the, the Adelaide 500, regardless of government, Nathan, could come back potentially as early as next year. Now I can't see how necessarily that's gonna happen again, regardless of government. I mean, it's a time frame it, thing, time frame, right? and putting it together it's and all that kind of stuff. Of you could probably do it. I mean, Nath, you are the you are the events guy. You could, I am sure you could probably do it. It would be really tough, but I am thinking more twenty twenty three. Can you see? Can you see if you and and I'll go to the back back room right now and I'll grab out my crystal balls, give them a rub and a dust off. I mean, I am I am thinking twenty twenty three is a strong chance for Adelaide five hundred to come back.
3: Yeah, look, I think 2022 could happen. i If it was me, 100% you could make it happen, you know. And yeah. and I think, you know, the elections in March, um, supercars, I'm sure, would I'd ideally love to have it. Um, you know, and if I put my economic benefit hat on that I used to have to wear so diligently, you know, <laughs> if you could pull it, if you could say, yep, yeah, we're going to go in March, we're going to roll it out. The first weekend in December is the last round. We're going to have the end-of-year ball in Adelaide. Could you uh, pull it together? Yeah, you could pull it together. Like there, There's a lot of good people in Adelaide that, um, you know, one that comes to mind to me, who you both know very well, is Craig Dontis. Like, if, yeah. if I was, if it was me, if I was looking for someone to go and pull it together, I'd be going straight to Craig Dontis, saying to Supercars, we want to take him for six months because yep. this guy's going to help us pull it together. And he could pull it together better than anyone. Um, that he could pull that whole thing together and you could do it in 2022. If it wasn't 2022? Yeah, 2023. You'd run with it, no dramas at all. You'd you'd pull it together and, and it would be uh, bigger than Ben Hurd and you'd see two or three pretty amazing concerts. You'd see someone like Brian Gleeson who's arranged the concerts for years and years and years for the Adelaide 500 and back to the Formula One days. He'd get off, on the phone and do what he does and, yeah, you'd see it back, no dramas at all. It's just... Getting the right people to to punch the numbers in and see if it works and away it goes. But yeah, it, it, we all love that crystal ball. I understand the difficulties with it. Um, it saddened me that it was gone, but you know, let's just hope maybe someone can can pull it together and the and the guys can make it happen.
1: Well, fingers crossed. And like, like you sort of said, Nate, it's not just for the V eight fans because the entire in the times that I've gone to the Adelaide Five Hundred, it literally fills up the town like there are that many people oh, got, yeah. I've got mates that come from Horsham that drive over specifically it's it's It sort of kicks off the year, not just for our calendar but for like everyone else's sort of social calendar as well
3: <laughs> oh absolutely yeah. and i mean i i had a uh, I had a conference call this morning with a with a guy who um is involved in the new Australian drag series that they're running, um, that, uh, Nathan Prendergast is involved with from supercars. And he, I had a call with him today to talk with him about some commercial stuff. And we hadn't met before. He said, Oh, Nathan, I was, I checked you out on LinkedIn and I see you around Adelaide 500. He said, I went for 17 years straight. He said, wow. I lived in Sydney and I went every year with mm. the same two guys for 17 years. And I thought, wow. you know, that's, that's, that's the economic benefit right there. That, Yep. That's what brings mm-hmm. it in. You know, you you walk into restaurants, they're full. You walk into the hotels, they're full. All of that stuff. You know, it it it, it was always good for the state. It, it, no one could ever deny that, and I don't think ever anyone ever would deny it.
0: Well, the reality is, um, and Nathan, we, we'll, we'll wrap it up in a second because you've been very generous with your time. The reality is prior to the Grand Prix, prior to Adelaide 500, the only people around the world who knew Adelaide were people who had, had been drinking wine from the Barossa Valley. Apart from that, Adelaide didn't exist on the global scene. But once you got the Grand Prix there and the Adelaide 500 there carrying on that, uh, uh, that race through to, to last year that put Adelaide as a destination globally on the map, not just in Australia. So fingers crossed we see it, I hope, next year, kick off Newcastle, finish off in Adelaide 500. How good would that be? Um, I hope it comes back. So, um, mate, if if you are involved, keep going, keep getting involved, fight the good fight, mate, because I know that our fans and our listeners, every time we talk about this, we get text messages in. So Australia wants it back, not just Adelaide. 100%
1: Hundred percent there, Matty. And
0: oh, no, you know.
3: I uh, Look, honestly, I'm the, I'm the same, mate. I'm exactly the same. I, I want it back too. I, I want it back just as a racing. You know, I want to go just as a punter. And uh, you know, if someone asks a question, could I come and help them? Yeah, no dramas at all. I'd be happy to help them.
1: There you go there's the official uh, sending your resume to uh no I'll 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 do. <laughs> uh, Nate, you've been incredibly generous with your time mate and uh it is good to see uh, we 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 neglected to mention too uh, young Kyle Allen he's actually um he actually took a, a supercar for a spin at Norwell last month didn't
3: he Have I got that yeah, right? did, yeah we we did a a, a bit of a air, yeah. No, we did an Erebus Academy day uh with with Norwell which we're working on and uh yeah, Kai actually drove um, the old uh, AMG Erebus car out at QR. He did uh, about thirty thirty five laps in it, and Nash did thirty five laps as well. And um, yeah, he did an extremely good job. So he's a he's a young kid on the up, and uh, yeah, it's exciting to be involved with him too.
1: Well, that's what we like to see. And look, it's it's basically the best sort of the best way we can sort of put it is you got a guy like Jamie Wincup that he's you know exiting stage left, and you got a young kid like Brock Feeney that's got to where he is in probably the most plum seat on the grid and that's with the help of you know people like yourself and obviously there's other people that's helped on the journey but uh you know you you can only get as far as you can by yourself and it does require a bit of help from other people so nath it's been a pleasure to catch up with you here on the driver's seat and uh don't be a stranger and hopefully, we'll chat to you soon
3: no worries guys thanks for your time and uh actually mimsy i will say at the start of the show you need to update that um your uh, your intro into the show because given that Maddie got a podium at QR, surely there's got to be something <laughs> about him the podium at QR and the Grand so. It is uh, true. You, you
0: can come. You can come back, Nathan, anytime. We like,
3: Nath, because
1: all,
0: all we seem to have of Maddie <laughs> is this <laughs> into the wall for Matt
3: Mceldon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good on you, nim uh, good, good on you. Good on you, boy Thanks, thanks, time, mate. And, uh, always a pleasure on the phone.
0: Life's busy.